1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.
0: Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 94 WIP. I'm Tom Kelly filling in for Big Daddy Graham. Happy Fourth of July. Everybody out there, hope you have um, a fun day planned, whether you're at the beach. Sure, most people are off work. Uh, not us in the radio business uh, filling in. I'm here right now doing updates tonight, but uh, it's, you know, it's going to be a fun, fun holiday, make some money, talk to you guys. Should be, should be a good time. And we're going to talk about a, a wide range of topics throughout the course of the show. We'll talk about the Phillies a little later. Um, another win for the Phils and they are legit contenders. We, we've, Discuss that at length over the last couple of weeks. Heading into the deadline, as I was telling Jody, it's nice that they're actually buyers for the first time in a long time. Um, they were buyers a few years ago when they shouldn't have been, but actually legit buyers this time. Everybody expects them to go out and make acquisitions to help them for the stretch run. That's been exciting to see. That, they are a fun team to watch. We'll talk about the win and the Phils heading toward the deadline a little later in the show, but I gotta start the show this morning with the Sixers and the off season the 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 last couple days of free agency because I've spent the better part of my day um I'd say unproductively is probably the word I usually don't really engage like I like to answer people i'd like to talk to people on Twitter have a a nice dialogue, but I have been arguing with people today in a way that's been you know unproductive that's probably the best word to describe it because Twitter arguments end up going nowhere, you just end up barking back and forth at somebody and and nothing ends up getting accomplished. nothing ends up getting resolved in the end. but this afternoon. When the reports came out, the trade went down with the Sixers and the Denver Nuggets. where the Sixers end up getting swingman, you know, wing player Wilson Chandler, the second-round pick, right to swap second-round picks down the line for cash considerations. And the outrage... The outrage, the venom that I saw toward Brett Brown, toward the Sixers organization, was absolutely absurd. And it was not just a couple people. It was not just a couple people. I see a ton of people just ripping this move. That's how you're going to use your cap space? Now you can't sign anybody. What are they doing? This was supposed to be such a big offseason. It's all waste, it's all going to hell. What's the matter with this organization what the What is Brett Brown doing and i i you know I tweet out that i that I you know like the trade and that you know it's really not that consequential, but if you look down the line, you know they can trade Wilson Chandler if they opt to do so since they're bringing him into cap space, but people don't worry about that kind of thing. They just see. That he's coming in, he's taking up money, and people were freaking out. And I just don't understand. I really don't understand. What do you want? The people that are upset and outraged and upset and just angry about what the Sixers have done the past few days. What did you want them to do? that they have not attempted to do? I mean, it's a simple question. What have you wanted them to do? What have you wanted them to try to do to improve this team that they have not tried to do? They pursued LeBron James. They met with LeBron James. LeBron James has had that deal done for over a year. And I think the fact that LeBron James even put them through that dog and pony show meeting was ridiculous. It made me lose a lot of respect for him. Because that was a waste of everybody's time. And it got everybody in this town all fired up for no reason. And I, I think that was, a, that was a low, classless move on the part of LeBron James and his, and his um, representation. But he wasn't coming here. The Sixers tried. They chased the biggest fish in the pond. He did not want to come here. I'm sure they went after Paul George. Paul George was not leaving Oklahoma City. He, the reports were out that he was staying before midnight even hit. Kawhi Leonard, this situation, the Sixers have been in contact with the Spurs. Multiple reports, the Sixers have aggressively pursued a deal. That is a very complicated situation for the people who say, just go out trade for Kawhi Leonard. Who cares what it takes? Who cares what it takes? Uh, hope he'll resign. That's an extremely complicated situation that we will get into throughout the course of the show. The things that you were hearing about Kawhi Leonard and his desire to play in Los Angeles and only Los Angeles are concerning. These are things that are concerning and should give you pause when the Spurs are asking an astronomical price for Kawhi Leonard, as they should. The Spurs should be asking a lot. I've said it many times. When healthy, when motivated, Kawhi Leonard is the third best player in the NBA behind only LeBron James and Kevin Durant. Third best player in the league. The Spurs should want a high price. But the Sixers would be foolish. To just give the Spurs everything they want for a guy that is most likely gone after one year. You're not going to give up a multitude of picks and Sarich and Covington and maybe Fultz for a guy that's going to be here for one year. Those conversations, by the way, are not dead. The people who are so upset about what the Sixers are doing right now, the Kawhi Leonard trade talks are not dead. I'm sure the Sixers are still in contact with San Antonio. I'm sure the Sixers are still, you know, trying to make that deal happen if it can. I'm sure the Sixers are trying to get a better sense from Kawhi Leonard and from his representation whether he would even consider re-signing. Because if, if you're just told flat out he's gone in a year, and there is nothing you can do, nothing you can do to keep him here, then you can't make you can't make the deal. You can't. Now, if he says he'd at least be open to it, even if there's an 80% chance he's leaving, if he says, you know, if I'll come here, I'll give it my all, I'll buy in, and if I enjoy it, I'll stay, then that's a different story. But we don't know the nature of those conversations. We don't know where Kawhi Leonard's head head is at. All I know is from the things that we have heard from national people that Kawhi Leonard. His heart is set on L.A. And that's where he wants to be. And nothing you can do will change his mind. So if that is the case, then I understand why the Sixers would be hesitant to give up a a massive price for that deal. And I'll take you back to the night of the NBA draft. And I think this is really where the the venom that the, the anger is coming from from people, where I think they misunderstood exactly what they heard. Where they they people heard what Brett Brown said, and got a little overexcited. We 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 always say we want honesty. We always say we want honesty from our coaches. We want honesty from our front office people, our athletes. But the minute we get it. And then things don't turn out the way we want. People freak out and people get mad. And this is kind of the quote that I think Brett Brown gave this after the trade on draft night. It got people's hopes up. And this this is why people are so upset that the Sixers haven't acquired a big-time name so far. There you go. that's, That's, I think, why people are so upset. Because Brett Brown comes out and says that honestly, yeah, we're trying to acquire stars, and everybody took that as all oh, the Sixers are getting—they're getting Kawhi Leonard, they're getting LeBron James, they're—they're they're getting a big-time star player. That—that's—that's that's not really what Brett Brown said. He said they are going to explore every avenue to get a star, and that pick could help them in that pursuit. Yeah, I think the intent was to use that pick to get a Kawhi Leonard or get somebody else via trade. And maybe they'll do that. It's three days into free agency, and everybody just so upset saying they're coming back with the same team. We're not getting any better. I don't understand what people wanted the Sixers to do that they have not attempted to do. They did not just throw in the towel on LeBron James. They went out to California and met with the guy. He wasn't coming here. They have gone after every big name. They have talked to the Spurs about Kawhi Leonard. There are reasons why that trade hasn't gotten done. There are reasons why they have not been able to acquire another star right now. In case you notice, star players in the NBA are not easy to get. That is why the Sixers had to tank for four or five years. Because the only way you can get them, in large part, is to draft them high. You need to be extremely lucky if they, if they come to you in free agency or you trade for them. They're not easy to get. Eventually, yes, I do think the Sixers will be able to turn all their assets into another star player. But it takes a little bit of patience. And I know that's not something Sixers fans have a ton of after the process and the four to five years of losing. But there is nothing they could have done over the past couple days to appease the fan base. There's just not. And I don't understand what other, I don't get what people don't understand about that and i'd love to get i'd love to get your take on it because i i don't get the 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 venom because i did see a lot of it today toward this organization right now in the offseason. i don't know what else they could have done that would have appeased this fan base 888-729-9494 888-729-9494 pound 9494 on your atnt and verizon cell and we'll, we'll we'll talk about it. I'd, I'd love to get your opinion on, you know, and if if there's something else you would have liked to see them do, what would you have liked to see the Sixers do over the last couple of days that they didn't do? Seriously. That's what I want to know. They brought back J.J. Redick, a key contributor from last year. They made a trade for picks and brought in a, a swing man that can be used in, in ways it, he could be kept on this team or he could be moved. That's what people aren't really looking at about this. What would you have wanted the Sixers to do the past couple days that they have not done or at least tried to do? 888-729-9494. 888-729-9494. PAL 9494. And your AT&T and Verizon cell. And since it is the 4th of July, a big barbecue day, a big party day, uh, One of my favorite one of my favorite holidays. What's your favorite party holiday? Like, where you want to, you know, have some beers, you know, cook out, have some food. I mean, 4th July's a great one. There are a lot of other ones, though. What's your favorite party holiday? Simple question, uh, if you want to give me that along with your, uh, with your Sixers point. 888 729 9494 9494 on your AT&T and Verizon cell. I'm Tom Kelly, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Tom Kelly, Sports Radio ninety four WIP, filling in for Big Daddy Graham. You can find me on Twitter at Tommy Kelly forty four, where a lot of you have found me today. Um, upset with my defense of the Sixers organization, calling me a a Sixers lackey, saying uh, I'm a I'm a puppet of the organization. Uh, it's it's just I don't understand what people are so angry about. I really don't. I mean. What did you want them to do that they have not done so far? Yeah, we're all upset they didn't get LeBron. LeBron was not coming here. It's unfortunate. I think we all thought they had a shot. I thought they had a shot. Sunday afternoon when those reports were out that the Sixers were meeting with them and they were legitimately in this thing, yeah, it was very exciting. But we turned out that was all ruse. And LeBron James was always going to Los Angeles, bottom line. He had his mind made up for a really long time that he was going to L.A. And I think the fact that he gave the Sixers, a, that he met with the, had, his, had his representation meet with the Sixers, he did not physically go to the meeting. I thought it was a weak move. I thought it was classless. I don't, I, there was no need for that. But he wasn't coming here. Paul George wasn't leaving OKC. The Kawhi Leonard situation is incredibly complicated. You can't just give up everything the Spurs are asking for one year. That's not how negotiations work. I'm sure the Sixers are still talking to the Spurs about Kawhi Leonard. I still think there's a chance Kawhi Leonard comes here. And I'm not going to condemn the organization for what they have or have not done and what this roster looks like on July 4th. Two and a half months before the start of the season, we have no clue what this roster is going to look like in um, October when this thing gets started. No clue. I'm not going to condemn them for what the roster looks like right now. There's still a chance Kawhi Leonard comes here. There's still a chance they could trade for another another player, a uh, Bradley Beal, C.J. McCollum, somewhere, somebody uh, of that of that nature. The way people are freaking out about what they, what the, what the roster looks like at this point in free agency is, is baffling to me. 888-729-9494, 888-729-9494, pal 9494 near AT&T and Verizon. Cell. So if you want to get in, let's get it started on the phones. Chris in Williamstown. What's up, Chris?
2: Tom, player as always, my friend, I hope you've been doing good, um,
0: have been, Chris. How about you? You
2: know what? Uh, I'm sorry for the brief, momentary noise, but uh, let's talk Kawhi Leonard because you know what? Uh, just the NBA in general, the Phillies. I could get it too for a whole segment, but um, you know, I, I find this really interesting. So, you know, I, I've heard the reports. I was, I was refreshing my Twitter and watching the NBA channel, like any other person who is following this story. You know, uh, by the by the neck and. You know there were reports that said LeBron. You know when he first got to to L.A. when it went to nine o'clock. You know there were reports saying he did dine with Magic Johnson and they talked. There were reports that said he he didn't dine with them that they just talked on the phone. You know there I, I think that was the real reason that LeBron even gave any other team a shot because. Uh, his people supposedly were getting to him and saying, look, you know, you, you got to give these other teams a chance. They've got real potential here, you know. And ultimately, the bronze said, you know, okay, you guys go and you investigate for me and you come back to me and tell me what you think. But my mind is pretty much made up. I'm going to L.A. Yeah, Chris,
0: Chris, his mind has been made up for a year. He was going to L.A. the whole time. They said that meeting was nothing more than a courtesy meeting. I, I don't understand what, what courtesy that. Exactly was it's it comes off to me more as disrespectful than anything else. But he, he, the the bottom line is he was going to L.A. the whole time. Nobody else had a shot.
2: You know what? Hold on, see Tom, see that, that and, and me and Jody have been going back and forth on this on Twitter for for the majority of the past hour and a half, two hours, and possibly longer. But I've been saying it's all about money all along for LeBron. You know, uh, the Lakers have more cap room to to go out and acquire more talent on top of LeBron that the Sixers didn't necessarily have because they had to shed talent to get, you know, the money adequate enough to even sign LeBron. No, no, that's not true,
0: Chris. The Sixers could have just signed LeBron without doing anything. They didn't need to get rid of anybody to sign LeBron.
2: So then, okay, why is it that J.J. Reddick, the next day after it was announced that LeBron James well, was going to L.A.? Got okay, contracted. yes, they would have That's
0: had to it. renounce They would have had to renounce J.J. Reddick, but J.J. Reddick is not. J.J. Redick's a piece that you weren't wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't kill you to give up J.J. Reddick, who was a free agent at the time. It's not like you you had to waive him or something. You, anybody would give up J.J. Reddick for LeBron James.
2: Okay, but see, you know, see, you were thinking about guys that were going to contribute, you know, to to winning, to possibly contending to help this team. Ten, Ilyasova, Bellinelli, other guys that you, you know, were key cogs and wins, and and helping this team even get to where it was in the playoffs to begin with. Like, you know, those things so, to me say, you know,
0: what are you saying exactly, Chris? A... What are you saying? Like Ilyasova, and Bellinelli. Of... One second, Chris. What are you saying? Ilyasova and Bellinelli were role players, and by the way, those two guys were dreadful in the Boston series, and part of the reason, a big part of the reason you lost that series, What you're saying LeBron should have taken less so the Sixers could keep Ilyasova and Bellinelli? No, 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 no,
2: no. I'm, I'm confused.
0: Uh, that's not kind of what I'm saying,
2: but, you know, if we're going on the premise of LeBron's side, you know, it kind of sucks that now, hindsight, we've lost the guys like Iliasova and Bellinelli that, look, Ilyasova a guy who was you call it what it was two years ago when this team was still trying to lose to get Markel Faults. They traded away Ilyasova so they could purposely got to get more losses. Chris, like. I mean, on, dude. Chris, the, 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 that, it.
0: the them pursuing LeBron had nothing to do with Ilyasova and Bellinelli. Even if they oh, knew, no, no, I agree. Even if they knew they had no chance at LeBron, Ilyasova and Bellinelli they weren't coming back. They were both overpaid where they went. Ilyasova got. A three-year deal in Milwaukee. The Sixers weren't signing him to a three-year deal. Bellinelli got two years for $12 million, uh in San Antonio. Both those guys, they were gone, and the Sixers aren't going to miss him.
2: See, now, now, the only thing I would say, Tom, is I, when I was watching, you know, the, the, the free agent fever that was going on on TV, it, the, the way it almost seemed as if, the, yeah, the Sixers had enough to sign LeBron. But the Lakers had like 60-some-odd million in cash. They were able to get rid of Luol Deng's contract. They had so much more talent. Now, look, here's the caveat to that. They're getting bit in the rear end now with guys like DeMarcus Cousins and Paul George doing what they did. LeBron James is not getting the happy ending he supposedly hopes for. Even if Kawhi comes there, like, he's still got a hard chance to get back to the finals in the first place. Oh, yeah. So this, this adds an interesting dynamic to the whole league, the East in particular, but the whole league, Golden State's still winning it all. That's, oh, yeah, that's, definitely. That's what bothers me.
0: Yeah, and thanks for the call, Chris. And, yeah, as far as the Lakers go, I don't know what they're doing as far as their roster construction is, is concerned. I mean, they've, they've signed JaVale McGee, Lance Stevenson, and Rajon Rondo, all to, three, all to one-year deals. I don't know who they're planning on having shoot the ball other than, you know, LeBron and Brandon Ingram and Kuza, but they, they have, are building a very odd roster. And, uh, you know, LeBron thinks, well, I said it when I was on the air the Sunday morning before all this stuff happened. I said, I don't understand why LeBron would go to L.A. I don't get the fit. I don't get if he wants to win, why he would go there unless they're definitely trading for Kawhi Leonard, I mean, which I don't think they are. All reports are that the Lakers are content to sit on their hands and let this year play out and hope they can sign him this off, next offseason. But if that's the case, LeBron James basically said, I'm willing to just go and throw away a year my prime. Because the Lakers aren't winning anything this year with the roster they have. They'll be lucky to get out of the first round in the West. So I, I do find that find that odd. But Chris was saying... Ilyasova, Bellinelli, those guys were not coming back. They were not coming back. And they were role players. They were useful toward the end of the season. They were both good in the Miami series. But for how good they were in the Miami series and how much they helped you win that series, they were equally as bad in the Boston series and a huge reason why you were not able to beat Boston. 888-729-9494, 888-729-9494, Eight 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 seven two nine nine four nine four eight 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 seven two nine nine four nine four pound nine four nine four on your AT and T and Verizon cell, but yeah, those guys were those guys were never coming back, and the Sixers, you know, they will be easy, easily replaceable parts. Let's go back to the phones. Go to Philly J in D.C. What's up, Jay? How you doing, Tom? Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. What's up, man? Hold
3: on, let me take you off speakerphone.
0: Okay, thanks. Hello. Yep. I got you, Jay.
3: Okay. Um, for all the people that are outraged, first of all, if, 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 if can't nobody tell you what they wanted the Sixers to do alternatively, then there's no point in having a conversation with them. Right. Like if somebody's outraged and complaining for no reason, and then you ask them, what would you want the Sixers to do? And they don't have a reply. Then it's not even worth wasting your time. Um, and it just comes down to a lot of people are just dumb and don't know basketball. And they look at basketball the same way as they look at football. That's what I think the problem is. Jay. But yeah. these players in the NBA, you know, they're different. You know, they, they want to go where they want to go. You can't strong arm Paul George and they're coming to the, 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 the Sixers and LeBron pretty much already had his mind made up. Yeah. I mean, know? it's a so, league. It's a I mean, league, when, Jay. When
0: these, like you said, idiots... so go ahead, Jay.
3: I mean, all these idiots are outraged for for no reason, and they can't give you a, a alternative or you know, saying like, ain't even no point in going back and forth. I think a lot of people are just outraged just to be outraged. Yeah, to be honest with you,
0: like you said, Jay, it's a league that's unique because the players do have all the power because of yes. the collective bargaining agreement and because of just how big a difference one player makes. That they they have all the power and. The players can can choose what they want to do. And, uh, you know, like you said, everybody wants LeBron James. Everybody wants Paul George. Everybody wants Kawhi Leonard. But if those guys choose to go elsewhere, you know, what else do you want them to do based on what was available? And, uh, you know, and some people might say, oh, go sign Tyreek Evans. For a one-year deal, and may, a yeah. I mean, maybe, states. maybe like, that's right. Know. Exactly, <laughs> not a difference maker. You will. F- they're they're trying to find ways to get a star, like Brett Brown said. It's not over yet. We're three days into free agency, and people, you know, they they want to react to the first thing they see, and they don't want to. They don't want to give yeah. the the organization any kind of time. You can't react like that. It just it, it's, Yeah, it's
3: this it's just typical Philadelphia, and. You know another thing that's kind of annoying me, everybody keeps taking that Brett Brown star hunting quote, mm-hmm. but they're not mentioning the part where he said the star developing like they're just purposely leaving that out, you know what i'm saying for the for the you know for the sake of their argument, right you know what I'm saying, but Brett Brown says star hunting or star developing, and here's something I mean, it comes down to the sixers are just probably just going to have to develop you know their own stars because in the n b a You know, Philadelphia is not really a destination in the NBA like the Eagles are. The Eagles get free agents. I'm not a Phillies fan or a Flyers fan, but I would figure that those two teams get, you know, free agents.
0: Right. And And, the NBA
3: is a lot different.
0: And not yet. And like you said, they're not a destination. They're not a destination yet. I mean, it doesn't mean they won't be at some point. They're only one year into the, to the winning process. You know, they went from yeah. 28 wins to 52 wins. It takes a little bit of time to build that up. And like you said, to start developing, it's funny to me that people look at the Sixers and they pretty much act like Embiid and Simmons aren't going to get any better. Exactly. It's like these guys. Exactly. these guys like, are like, so like, like, inexperienced. They're going to get it, so much
3: better. Like like Embiid is a uh, Okafor or something like like right like, you know what I'm saying and, and and another thing since we you know saying on this 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 Kawhi thing look <laughs> everybody's talking about Boston to me it don't matter if the Sixers beat Boston it's can we be Golden State right and ain't nobody beating that franchise that franchise is is on a roll even if you know Kevin Durant possibly leaves I honestly think they'd do something. To still keep themselves on a the roll, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. Jay- I'm not even thinking. I'm not worried about Boston. I mean, it should be. I, I keep hearing people on social media. Well, they can't compete with Boston. Can they compete with Golden State? Right. Can anybody compete with Golden State? That's all that really you matters. That's all that yeah, really matters. And then this trade that San Antonio, you'd be, you'd be an idiot to make this trade unless this you guy. know.
0: Unless you know Kawhi was staying, which you, you yeah. obviously I mean, have no it clue is, about.
3: Yeah, I mean, you always you talk about, you know, contracts and trades that have been killed franchises. And then another thing that ain't nobody talking about, people keep saying, well, if Kawhi leaves, then they could just go out of free agency next year. Hmm, Devin Booker is working on a contract extension. Yeah. Um, Kevin Durant has already said, or there's a rumor, that he, him and Kyrie is teaming up with the Knicks. Clay Thompson is possibly working on a contract to stay in Golden State. So which are these stars that we could just go out and get next year? It's true. Because it seems like they're already signing up with their teams.
0: Yeah, and thanks for the call, Jay. And like you said, we saw, you know, when you just bank on free agency, you're not guaranteed to get anybody. I mean, the Sixers were hoping to sign somebody in free agency this offseason. It didn't work out. It's not always going to work out. And it takes a while, as um, Jay said about the Sixers not being the destination. Yeah, they're not yet. but. They are only one year into this process of building back up. People, also, this is another thing people choose to forget. The fact that the Sixers drastically overachieved last year. Drastically overachieved. People were thinking they might top out at like 45 wins. Get in the playoffs, maybe be competitive in a first-round series. They won 52 games with an incredibly inexperienced team, led by a rookie and a guy that's little more than a rookie in Joel Embiid. They won 52 games, got the three seed, and going into the playoffs uh, were, were probably the consensus pick to reach the NBA Finals. In the end, they didn't get there. In the end, their youth, I think, held them back a little bit, and they lost to a Boston team. And this is another thing that people people act like, they got completely obliterated by Boston, and yeah, they did lose in five games, and they were down 3-0 in that series. Three of those games were incredibly winnable. Three of those games came down to the last two minutes, two of which were on the road. This team is not that far away, and yeah, I think they need another star. Everybody thinks they need another. Anybody with a basketball mind knows. They need another star player. That's obvious. But they don't fall out of the sky. And it takes some time to establish yourself as a legitimate winning organization to attract the free agents. And working these trades for star players is not easy because they are so rare to get. The teams aren't just going to give them away. People who thought the Spurs were just going to give away Kawhi Leonard You're delusional. The Spurs are asking an incredibly high price, as they should. He's one of the best players in the game. And I will continue to ask you, if you're upset with what you've seen so far this offseason, give me a legitimate alternative. Give me a legitimate alternative that the Sixers could have done that they have not tried to do. That's all I want to know. Give me a scenario that the Sixers should have tried to pull off over the last few days that they have not. 888-729-9494. 888-729-9494. Pound 9494. at and Verizon Cell. Verizon. So Ryan, Adrian, Steve, we've got, got all you guys uh, after the break. 888-729-9494. Pound 9494. at and and Verizon Cell. So I'm Tom Kelly. WIP Sports Time 241. Sports Radio 94 WIP, I'm Tom Kelly 888-729-9494 888-729-9494 pound 9494 AT&T and Verizon Cell. So if you'd like to join the show, some good Sixers um talk so far and uh, you know, uh, there are a lot of varying opinions on on um, on the offseason and what the Sixers should do. I mean, I think everybody I think everybody kind of knows they need Another star player to go with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. That that's obvious. But how do you go about that? I don't know what the Sixers could do right now that they haven't explored. As I've said, they tried signing LeBron, didn't work. He was going to LA. They've talked to the Spurs about Kawhi Leonard. Spurs are asking an astronomical amount right now that the Sixers can't give up without a, a without. Forget assurance that he will resign. without assurance that he'll even consider re-signing. And we'll play some sound for you a little later on uh, from Stephen A. Smith on Kawhi Leonard uh, uh, about whether he would even consider staying anywhere else long-term. But what could the Sixers have done? What could they have attempted to do so far that they haven't? Because I, I know a lot of people are upset about it. I've heard from people on Twitter all day about this team is no better. they're not going to be any better next next year. they're going to come back with the same exact team, and you know they're not going to improve at all. What would you have liked them to do and that that whole that whole thing too really bothers me when people say they're they're not going to they're not going to be any better they're not going to improve. Uh, people forget how young this team is and how ahead of schedule they are. As I said last segment, that team was not supposed to win 52 games. They were not supposed to be a threat to go to the NBA Finals. With, with, With the youth on that team, Ben Simmons just played his first year in the league. Joel Embiid has played just over, just over a year in the league. 31 games his rookie year. Twill Embiid is still incredibly inexperienced as far as a basketball player, forgetting the NBA in general. He didn't start playing until he was 16, 17 years old. I mean, these guys are so inexperienced, they're going to get 10 times better. Everybody on this team is going to improve, especially Embiid Simmons. They are going to get better. And yeah, they might not be a free agent destination yet. Doesn't mean they won't be next offseason. And people get upset they keep collecting more assets. Well, that's how you make these trades. That's how you are able to eventually make the trade. Maybe it won't be for Kawhi Leonard. Maybe it won't. Maybe it's for somebody else. Maybe it's for somebody next year. But you can't just you can't just pluck a star. Look like a star player out of thin air when they're not there to be had. It it doesn't work that way. Eight 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 seven two nine nine four nine four. PAL nine four nine four. AT and T Verizon. Sell back to the phones. Ryan in Wilmington. What's up, Ryan? Yo, Ryan. Hey.
4: Hey. Hey. What's going on, man?
0: Not much. How's it going?
4: i uh, just enjoying my night. First, I want to wish everybody have a happy Fourth of July. Every yep. American out there, happy 4th of July. Just want everybody to enjoy their weekend or their midweek holiday. Yep. Um, all right. So, with, first and foremost, with the LeBron going to L.A., it's fine. He can go to L.A. It's cool. Um,
0: yes, he can. Kawhi
4: Leonard. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, if there's no, guarantee that he is going to sign any time of extension
0: why do we need to give up any of our assets for that well yeah i mean you're especially i and if there was no guarantee but he'd at least be willing to consider it i'd give up something i'd give up you know some kind of package but unless you know that you're not going to give it up especially with the spurs are asking right now you're definitely not going to give up what the spurs are, are asking for right now Right. They want they want two players from what I understand. They want two players and three draft picks. That was the report. Two players from the current roster, three first round picks, yes. On a player that's not guaranteed to
4: be here past this year.
0: Exactly. You can't do that. You can't do that right now. And you know, maybe they'll drop the price. Maybe Kawhi will be more open to to coming to Philadelphia and staying in Philadelphia, but as it stands right now. The Sixers would be dumb to do that deal and you know I'm sure the Sixers are still in contact I'm sure they're negotiating and considering it but if you want the Sixers to pull the trigger on that deal right now that that's a that is a short-sighted viewpoint. Yeah,
4: absolutely. You do not do that deal. You don't give up so many assets for an uncertainty. So, yes, Kawhi Kawhi Leonard would give us such an added Offensive and defensive weapon, but without the guarantee that he's going to be here, passes you. You can't give up so many assets. So my my point is that you want to protect the assets that you have going forward and develop them. Mm-hmm. Um, we have that that pick when Brett Brown wants to say that we want to star hunt or star develop. It is either or.
0: Um, I appreciate the call, Ryan. Thanks. And, yeah, and that's another thing about the, the star developing. That's part of this that I just brought up before talking to Ryan, that people seem to forget. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are young. They're going to develop. They're going to get better. Markel Fultz, who we all forget about, could be the biggest acquisition of the offseason for them. You know, I don't have an extreme amount of confidence. I don't, because what I saw last year was, was not good. I don't think anybody was happy with what they saw from Markel Fultz. But it doesn't it doesn't mean that he's not going to recover and be the, he, he was the first overall pick in the draft for a reason. Somebody saw something in him. He was high, highly regarded coming out of Washington He's working out with Drew Hamlin right now, who's like this uh, this basketball trainer shot guru. You know, if he can fix Markel Fultz, Markel Fultz all of a sudden becomes a massive offseason acquisition. And it's like people kind of forget about, about him. But part of this is, as Brett Brown says in that quote, the star developing part of this. These guys are going to develop. These guys are going to get better. And the, the more they develop. The better they get, the more other players are going to want to come, come, want to come play here. They're not there yet. They're getting there, and they will get there soon. But people need to, need to relax a little bit, not judge everything off a couple days of free agency. 888-729-9494, pound 9494, AT&T Verizon. So, Adrian, you're on WIP. What's up, man? Hey, look, so, you know, you know what we
5: should have did? First, we should have signed a GM. We need a GM. There's no big time superstar gonna come to a team that don't even have a GM. That's number one. I mean, Calangelo screwed us so bad a week before the draft, you know, he gets fired. That that was just I mean, we like the laughing stock of the NBA. So ain't nobody coming to Philly on on just on that just on that right there. So they should have took that in he. We probably should have kept the kid bridges because I think if we start developing, I think Sarge played so well in that Boston series where it's go that you know what I mean they on another star. We got like right this. So now we got three young stars, and we got Marco Fultz. I yes. think we should have just we should have just built on that. We should have built on the guys that we got instead of trying to trying to get LeBron, trying to get Kawhi. Next year is a good free agent Chad. Wait for next year. Let these guys well, develop another year together, and let's grow from that. We went to the second round in the playoffs, and then all of a sudden we just want to just give
0: up on the guys. That we got. Well, no, that's basically our- what they're doing, Adrian. That's basically what they're doing. They're going to develop these guys. They're going to get better. But Michael Bridges, don't stress about Michael Bridges. The guy is a—he's a nice player, but he's a role player who I think was incredibly overhyped and overrated in this town because he went to Villanova. I think he has. Have- Well, Bridges has gotten better every year he plays, so I don't know. You don't know what he's going to be. Don't let him turn out to be a star. (laughs) Yeah, but I I mean, as far as star is concerned and star developing, Zaire Smith apparently has one of the highest upsides in the draft. No, 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 no.
5: Come on, you got –
0: What, what, what?
5: don't give me no Zaire Smith. We know
0: what Michael Bridges is, Adrian. He's a nice player, but he's nothing to – he's nothing to lament about them trading Michael Bridges. He's a role player. is, what Bridges is, is what we needed, a wing player that can
5: actually play some defense and can knock down a three-point shot. We don't have wing players. The NBA is built around wing players. They got Wilson Man, Chandler
0: said- today. Wilson Chandler's <laughs> a wing player. He's a good defender. Did you say Wilson Chandler? No. I did. I, hey, they got Wilson Chandler today, Adrian. That's something to get fired did up Wilson about. Wilson Chandler. No, <laughs> listen,
5: let me tell you. We this is what we should have did. We, we never had a plan big. We're going after LeBron and, and Kawhi Bunk there. Once Kawhi said he wanted to go to L.A., I'd have dropped that and I'd have tried to get a visa. A visa would have been a good one-year pickup pick for us because he can play defense on the wings that we had problems with with Boston wing players. And we probably, I even think we probably even games getting Jabari Parker a one-year deal. We need guys that can play the wing and that can
0: score points. We don't have that. That's when we got killed in the playoffs last year. I, I like Ariza, I mean, Adrian, but Jabari Parker's yeah. made of glass. Jabari Parker gets hurt all the time. You don't want Jabari
5: Parker. A one-year deal? Hey, look, he can fill it up. He can score. He, we need to. We need wing players that can fill it up and can score. And he plays a better defense than better than Nelly. I mean, we lost Belinelli and Elbesco, but we ain't even replaced some guys. And they was. This is why we needed a GM. Because we need guys that know how to shake and deal in this league. Brett Brown does not know how to shake and deal in this league. That's why we got stuck with
0: Wilson Chandler from, from Denver that's taking up some of our space. Come on, get out of here. Yeah, well, they, they may trade Wilson Chandler. I don't know what they're going to do with Wilson Chandler, but the bottom line is he is, if they do keep him, Adrian, he is a good defender on the wing who shot 36% from three last year. He's an upgrade over Bellinelli in that role. Bellinelli couldn't <laughs> defend couldn't defend my mom. Couldn't defend well, anybody. Well, one thing is sure, two things are certain. He got us to the second round of the playoffs.
5: He got us 57 wins. So let's say if Wilson Chandler can do that, uh, I just think that,
0: we did enough. Are we better now with Wilson Chandler? Are we better? I think uh, as the Sixers, com- with what they have coming in the next season, yeah, I think there's no doubt they're better. Simmons will be better. and Embiid will be better. Fultz will be better. The guys they have will develop and get better. I think there's no doubt they'll be better. I think what happened, the role
5: players that we picked up made us a better team. So... I just think that we needed to pick up some nice, some some better role players than we did last year to keep on, you know, to keep this thing going. Yeah, that but when they get, get a lot when, better.
0: Adrian, those guys they got it on buyouts at the deadline. Those guys get bought out by their team. Like I, you're always going to find guys during the season to fill those roles. I, I sure hope so. I, I, I sure hope so because I just think we should have got
5: a visa. I think we probably, I, I really, really think that we should have um, got Jabari Parker. We needed the guy to fill it up. We just need some wing players. We don't have wing players that can match up with Boston wing players. And you know, that's really, that's pretty much the bottom line, man. We, you know, we got to match up with Boston. We got to let our our, our our star players develop. Um, Sarge was Sarge was killing in the Boston series. So why we keep trying to put him on a trade that, the trade block? Ah, uh, nah. I, I'd
0: rather let them three guys. There, there are three stars right there. Yeah, Simmons, I, I hear you, Adrian. Three uh, I I, stars. Yeah, them are your three stars right there. I hear you, man. I appreciate the call. Thanks. And yeah, I mean, I don't want to give away Dario either. I love Dario, but if you can get Kawhi Leonard and he'll stay long term, it was nice knowing you. You know, and and, and and I'll give Adrian credit. He actually gave me something that. You know, uh, an alternative. Nobody else that I've talked to all day has given me any kind of an alternative what the Sixers should have done that they didn't do. Uh, going after Trevor Ariza, okay. I, I wouldn't have paid Trevor Ariza one year $15 million like he got with Phoenix. That That's a bit of an overpayment. But that's what I'm looking for. At least that's something that you can say the Sixers should have done that they didn't try to do. That's a legitimate That's a legitimate thing to say they should have tried to do. Trevor Ariza is a nice player. I wouldn't have given him 15 mil for one year. I think that's an overpayment. But that, that's at least some, that, that's a tangible thing that they didn't do that, that you would have liked to see them do. Trevor Ariza would have fit well. He's a good wing player. Good defender, can shoot the three. So that's the kind of thing I'm looking for. What have the Sixers not done so far that you would have liked to see them
1: do? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.